Welcome to the Think and Learn Smarter experience. Here I will sit down with people from all walks of life and talk with them about experiences that have shaped them. Everyone learns from their own experiences, but the best learn from the experiences of others. Now, let's get into it. All right, so I'm here with four friends of mine from NUIG. So Gaddy, David, who I'll probably call Doe during the podcast, uh, Fanula, and then Quiva as well. And they all do four different courses in NUIG. So we've got medicine, uh, psychology, uh, commerce slash law, and marine science of all things as well, which I think is the only place that's offered to. Is it, though? They do it in Queen's College, Belfast. Belfast, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, so we're just going to have a chat about what it's like to go to college in NUIG and go even in general. And, uh, yeah, get a different opinion from the four different people here. And then myself... Kind of coming from a Dublin or Longford slash UCD perspective as well, I'll ask a few questions that I'd want to know if I was going to head out in Galway. Uh, Sometimes I start with though again, like so, why did you actually choose marine? Uh, is it marine science? It is marine science, yeah. Why did I choose marine? Uh, actually, I didn't really choose it. I kind of made the decision that I didn't want to go to college, and I, I think it was about February, if you can remember, Connell kind of going back to the school years. Uh, me, Joe, and Ronan just fucked off, said no more study. We went out, we played golf. That's where I learned how to play golf in the last few months of the league, sir. Uh, and I managed, so I put down one thing on my CAO, and it was, was Miss, what was her name? What was guidance counselor? Maria Shaw. Yeah. Yeah, she made me put down one thing that I said I'd probably do if I got it. And I ended up getting it by one point. So I was like, all right, must have been meant to be. But uh, other than that, I had my head fair set on conscription in Switzerland. All right, fair enough. And what about yourself, Paddy? Like you're a going man yourself, so did you just want to stick stick at home, or what was what was the top process there? Yeah, well, I'm actually from Athlone, so what, 55 an hour, 60 minutes away, just the hour. Um, for me, it was kind of I ended up doing two gap years before going to college, um, and ended up going just kind of for sport reasons. I kind of knew a few of the guys who my sport was rowing, who uh, rowed for NUIG, and I, they kind of had me up there a few weekends and got me used to the place, and I really liked it. I liked how close it was to home and the crack was good, to be honest, and it was more just um, I knew it was a course I liked to do or wanted to do and kind of had the points aimed for that. Um, they weren't too high, and I, I just about got it, so I was happy to kind of to go there early on. It was kind of always where I wanted to go. Fair enough, yeah. I want to raise self and like coming from Dublin, there's probably a few more obvious options. Yeah, I think for me, I was like, I really wanted to move out because my older brothers went to UCD and Trinity, and I realized like they kind of kept with the same friend group in South Dublin. So I was like, I can keep my friends and then go to Galway and make other friends. And actually, that's exactly how it worked out. And then uh, medicine is also lower points in Galway, so that was easier for me to get then as well. Fair enough. And what about yourself, Weaver? Like, a lot more people from Longford would kind of go the Galway route instead of Dublin. Was that any part of it, or did you just decide to go to Galway anyway? Um, no, funny enough, it wasn't. Like, most of my friends are in the new Dublin direction. Um. Funny enough, originally I thought I was going to do primary teaching. Like I was so set in it. I was like, yeah, primary, primary, primary. Then last minute I switched and put NUIG. Like it wasn't even on my CEO at all. But um, I'm so glad I did switch. I haven't been to an open day. I never saw the campus. I had no clue of Galway. But at the end of the day, when I arrived and made my friends and got used to going out and stuff, I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. And did you have, I know you didn't, you hadn't gone to like the um, open days or anything like that, but what did you have kind of in mind when you're thinking of Galway? And was it like the same when you got there? Or did you have any idea? Did you have any idea what, the, what it was going to be like? 
Um, I like not really in terms of college experience. Kind of, it was kind of more like nights out. I was like stirred towards. I was like, oh, it seems we go crack and stuff like that more so. And to be honest, I feel like always really safe. Like, um, I feel quite safe like going out there and stuff. And I feel like everyone's really friendly. And that was something I kind of heard before I went. And when I went there, I was like, yeah, this is that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. And what about yourself, though? What were you thinking? Did you what do you think when you're going to go to Galway? I'll just go in on what Kiva said there. Like Galway, in terms of like safety, it's because it's like I think it's something like twenty-two thousand students age. So and the average age of Galway is about twenty-five uh, per capita, and it's the youngest city in Europe. So like, if you're looking at that from a perspective of a sixth year, and you have an idea in your head that you want to have a good time. You're going to the youngest city in Europe. It's going to be a good time, and it's going to be you're going to be surrounded by good people. Um, and you and like lockdown was just an absolute example of how when the student stops, when the students aren't there and the students aren't active, Galway stops. We we mm. are the cog in this city that make it move. Like uh, definitely. But um, what was the question you you asked? It's kind of like what were you expecting like before you what went was I to? Expecting? I had no Did fucking you- idea. I had absolutely no fucking idea, but you know, uh, like when I fucked off to Canada for TY, I love just throwing myself into completely random situations where I know nobody, but like relatively confident in myself and and my personality. So uh, I just saw it as a new adventure, and yeah, it was so much stuff for me to enjoy here, and definitely would recommend it to anyone else. No, yeah. I remember you telling me back then at like fourth year, or fifth, must have been fifth year when you came back. You're telling me a story yeah. like your ideal life would be to head up to like the northern Canada and just live out in a hut and like oh. and live by yourself. You see, okay, there's the reason I chose marine biology as well as as why I thought it was an acceptable course for me to do at third level was because I'm not I'm, I'm sorry to those of you I don't know, but I generally don't like people. I think humanity as a whole is fucking terrible. We're destroying the world, and obviously you've seen a lot of stuff online recently that that uh, supports that theory um so i wanted a job that interacts with no humans at all uh i want to try and help nature best as i can um Aww. yeah and i think it'll i think that's where i'm i'm most enjoying myself when i'm out and about just in the elements like adversary conditions where you know you're actually in a bit of danger fair enough but uh, you still managed to end up in Galway then with a lot of people your age, so I guess you've been kind of... <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some nice people in the world, I'll give it that. You're, yeah. you're, not, you're not coming around with an axe in Galway looking around after Creevis saying how safe it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, you see, if I was to choose any city, it would be Galway, because, as I said, it's so... Everyone's young, everyone's good crack, and, and a lot of people share the same view as me. I think, as uh, maybe yourself and Camilla can agree with me here, coming from Dublin, um, the, the social difference between Dublin and Galway is huge. Mm-hmm. Right? We, if you, you came from Dublin, you'd be almost considered a hippie by the way we do things here in Galway. We're a little bit more, I don't know, we're weathered by this West Coast, <laughs> if you put it that way. So um, what, what sort of examples would you give then like that? Because I'd be kind of curious why I think the difference are. Like, maybe even in the way we dress, even in the way we dress, vintage, uh, charity shop clothes, um, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to the Jungle Cafe, but these people probably have. Hmm. You know, it's uh, it kind of that that place itself. It's like an outdoor cafe just filled with plants, 
And that kind of is epitomizes what goalie is. It's kind of mm. yeah, different. I totally agree with you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the difference between Dublin and Galway, it's just like I feel like it's even. It's I've just noticed it so much more as time got, goes on. Like the main thing I think is the people and how Dublin's so clicky compared to Galway. Yeah. And straight off the bat, it was just like arrive made so many friends and just keep on adding to that friends group with just all different types of people and you just don't find that in Dublin and I feel like if there's a lot like people are maybe trying to be too cool sometimes or like um I don't know I just I just way prefer go away to Dublin. Mm-hmm. And what do you think Paddy? Um yeah definitely agree with that. I think um Though if you, not being a people person, I think you probably are to some degree if you're in Galway because everybody is definitely so friendly. Like, so my course, Commerce, of like 200 people, even though you said, what, there was like 22,000 students in Galway or something, I, I, I definitely think that uh, in most courses, everybody nearly knows, knows each other. Um, personally, for me, we've, we've probably like 300 in Commerce and you'd, you'd recognize everyone, even though we only had what, I'm in third year, so three out of the six semesters actually in person but you would recognize most people. You'd always see them on nights out. There's only two, three, three nightclubs, four nightclubs with carbon gone. No one goes to DNA anyway, so basically two. And then um, the pubs, you'd see everyone around the place. And I think Shop Street in total are from one end to the other. It's probably only a kilometer long or a mile at most or less. And like, it is definitely a safe place. You can easily get around. Um, and you're, you're bound to meet people, everyone you know on a night out. I don't know what it's like in Dublin. I think I've been up like twice coppers as a culture you know and that was a bit of crack but again such, such a bigger environment whereas Galway is, is very local very very kind of homey you know um, and definitely just a, a friendly place for everyone to be and you kind of touched on like there's only basically two nightclubs with DNA being like a distant herd what would be like the what would be like the pubs or is there anyone's in particular that like uh-huh. maybe even like, <laughs> like is there like the first year play, people, the place that people go to in first year or is there like that kind of stuff um, I don't know. The first thing you always hear when you go to Galway is don't go to Coyotes, which is this, this <laughs> pub there, which I, I think is a bit unfair because over Dangerous lockdown, place. yeah, over lockdown <laughs> there when the pubs opened up again, maybe I shouldn't throw them under the bus, but it was very loose when you went in there with the restrictions <laughs> and it was basically like being back to normal. So that was kind of the spot for the six weeks or the short period when pubs and stuff are open. But you know, I think Galway must have some of the pubs per, per people capita or whatever the, the ratio is, is very high. Um, plenty of good pubs and definitely pubs for different ages you definitely have your first year pubs you know the pubs that are popular on christmas day rag week and then you know your saturday night drinks and things when you don't want to go to nightclubs so you definitely you're definitely spoiled for choice like i grew up in a place in athlone like we've one or two nightclubs very very small and you see everyone when you go out whereas galway like there's definitely it's a much better scene for postgraduate as well and working environments where you can have that like social life as well when you when you aren't a student so definitely kind of a, a good thing for both both age groups. And if you have to pick one that you go to now, I know you're saying Coyote would like when COVID packs stuff in in a month's time, hopefully, or maybe a year, but whatever, where would you be going to? Geez, well, when things open back up, I'll go absolutely anywhere. I drink in a field at this stage, you know? <laughs> so um, I don't really mind. I, there's, I think Busker's front door, pretty popular down the end of Shop Street. And then... Um, You've got kind of like 15, 20 doll key, the keys bar. There's, there's, there's actually tons of them, to be honest. Usually, I, what I always find with sort of my friends is which pub are we going to? And then there'll be a Greek, big group going. And kind of, you obviously, obviously, obviously see on Snap Maps and things like that, people would just kind of join up with each other. And it's more, 
you're kind of you stick in the one pub you can obviously go around but it's it's definitely go crack in any pub just as long as you have a, a good group of friends with you mm-hmm. and would i know you're saying that it's easy to make friends in galway but like would you have the majority of friends from your course or would you have them from like accommodation if you've moved or what would you say like maybe fanula because i said you moved in from dublin so who was like your original friend group would say and how did it grow so it was like originally it was all the people i lived with so there's such a like when you arrive in first year like you can just to the group in Dunaris because I didn't get into Car Village but it was such like you could just check in the group chat and then go to anyone's house and friends to have one there and then and then it was people on the course as well so in medicine there was only like 80 of us maybe in pre-meds who made friends to all them and then and then now I don't know now I feel like I'm more friends with people from actual actual Galway because Adara obviously so Adara's friends um you can't even remember because suddenly then you just feel like you've known them all the whole time and uh then then it starts to feel like home because you walk down shop street and you just see so many familiar faces and then and then you get remember they haven't been back to dublin in ages and you're like what well, i don't even know which one's home anymore so yeah and just this thing like the night out thing that was really good what patrick was just saying there like right how many different options there are when it's still so small like I remember at the beginning it was like so everyone got like Monday maybe like Wednesday and Thursday and then the last year before COVID it was like Tuesday came such a big night and everyone was going to the silent disco on a Tuesday and there's groovy Tuesday as well and that was just like massive like it was just like the place would be flooded so yeah we miss it now there's nothing going on definitely uh, what about you Kiva how do you find it um I'm like a really big house last year so like I only got got first year so I suppose I made most of my friends from accommodation there was 20 people in my house so I made yeah you don't really get that too often but it, it was mad like in fairness there's a lot of twin rooms like I know I shared a room um with a girl from Kildare that I didn't know but like we're the best of friends now like that's that's literally where I made most of my friends I made other friends in my course and stuff because we met up and went to like Sult like their student bar every Thursday night and stuff but um, yeah, most of my friends definitely came from student accommodation. But you do, I think you kind of just pick up random friends. Like I can meet someone in the library. I could meet someone on a night out. And next thing we're just friends and we're going for coffee and or I play football with them. Like, I, I think it's just kind of random friends. I think like groups is kind of like a secondary skill thing. I yeah, feel like definitely. that's just that mentality compared to when you go to college, you can have individual friends who have like cater your needs in different ways because they have different interests and stuff. I found that worked for me anyway. Yeah, and the two you kind of touched on accommodation, uh, though when you moved up to go. So, uh, because I wasn't sure whether I was going at this very last minute, um, they actually accepted me for like an, a test, a physical test for, basically they let me apply for a scholarship pretty late for rugby, uh, and I ended up getting it, and then they just put me in I think the year I joined Goldcrest just was built. So it was, it was in my mind, the biggest shithole of a place. I hate, it was like, a, <laughs> it was like a prison. It was like, yeah. it was exactly like Congo's, except just rotating doors with, with guards sitting at them. And it was horrible. And it was, it was the second line of defense to Karib. So you had to go through Karib and then you had to get into Goldcrest. So it was like a prison inside a prison. Uh, and I was ground floor. I was with other athletes as well, which is nice. But I was ground floor, and it was like right beside the walkway on car. So there were these big, massive glass windows, no walls. 
everyone's session till 4 a.m. in the morning and they're just walking right by me as I sleep. And I'm just like, yeah, I didn't like it at all. Um, I got offered there. I got offered there for second year. I told them, no, no, no way. Uh, were, you, were you on campus or where were you? No, in first year I was, I was lucky because I joined um, being probably two years older than most of the people in my course when I joined. I, my connections to, to Galway would have been through rowing. So I got a house out by in Murview near GMIT in first year. And it was, it was, it was a fine house now. And the people I lived with were lovely, but it was, it was just a trek. I used to have to cycle in or get the bus in. And I think I slept on the floor in, in Carob two or three nights a week at one of my friend's houses. So it would have been around Goldcrest and that load. So I absolutely fucking hate the security there. And having to get in and out was such a hassle. Bastard. So I was, delighted, I, I was delighted to get a house now, albeit a really, really disgusting cheap house with four of my mates from for second year and this year as well which is close to college and it just it was a game changer because i obviously saved money then on not having to get a taxi home and things like that and being able to walk in and you know easily get to pre-drinks and like especially going to and from college usually what i had to do is if i had a full day of college i'd have to like get the bus in with i probably wear what i'm gonna wear out that night to college jeans and a t-shirt for a lad have to bring gear if i had training or something and then like your books and all and then I just leave them and ask my friends who'd be walking it from Carb the next morning to bring it in for me, um, which was like handy that way. But it was it was a lot of effort, so I definitely recommend being walking distance from from college or probably more importantly from town. It'll be handier. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I hear like Carb is kind of a place where like if there's a pre, maybe it's just on Rag Week, but I hear like if there's a pre drinks going on, you just go into the door and walk up into the pre drinks. Is that true or is that like is that open door? Okay. No, that's that's pretty yeah. true. Well, it it is open door. Obviously, um. I've been at a few and heard stories where people have gone in really drunk and, and trashed the place. And obviously that's unfortunate for whoever lives there and you don't want people doing that. But it is pretty open door. Galway is very welcoming. Like even you'd be at an afters or a house party or pre-drinks or someone's coming and someone else is bringing someone in. Especially if you're in, if you're in Gore, Carb or Goldcrest, once people start getting tipsy, doors are nearly open and all groups start joining together. Like as, like, you know, that was you saying earlier, there's no clicks kind of in Galway. Like it is your friends is your course mates starting off because that's who you originally go in and meet. But definitely you kind of through, you know, clubs and societies or a sports team is make other friends and you're suddenly introducing those friends to other friends. And because when you go out you nearly see everybody, everyone kind of knows each other. So it is nearly a kind of an open door policy. But again, I never lived in those places like personally, so I was only ever the one attending. So it was definitely open door for me anyways. <laughs> it is open door in your mind at least that's the main thing yeah absolutely <laughs> and uh, like, how did you find your actual courses like because we spent a lot of time talking about going out but was it like easy to just like kind of coast by in first year and, and like you know do what you want or did you have to like put a bit of prep in or my start Fanula because as, as the doctor in the house here now you probably had the, the, the trickiest start yeah well see I started in pre-med so it's like the first year is just general science so it was grand that's like I went out all the time and made all the friends and then like it's kind of got progressively harder since then but like if you're able to I don't know I feel like I need to prioritize going out with my friends so it, you, you make it work you know and yeah it's it's been fine so far I feel like next year and the year after will get worse and worse but then sure everyone else will be starting um proper jobs and everything like that so we'll be settling down a little bit what do we give it for like the little time we got to be in college in like on person how did you find it the balance um, I thought it was fine. I think first year, I'm not going to say it was like really easy and stuff because you obviously have to do some sort of work, but it was 
completely doable. Like you can still go out twice, three times, four times a week if you want and do good in college. Like you can. Um, like good like first year is kind of more about passing and getting used to referencing and stuff like that well that's what it was for me it was just like it wasn't like okay I'm gonna give it my best shot it was like let's get this in and go out tonight you know like first year is that sort of thing it's not where you're like oh my god my whole degree depends on first year because I know first year didn't count for me it was just about getting into second year so um yeah I balanced it pretty okay <laughs> nice, nice what have you done how'd you find it um I think, especially now that I'm in the third year, um, I came to the conclusion that you can either, there's two types of college courses, one that says what it does on the tin and one that doesn't. So what I mean by that is that you have, you have law, you have medicine, you have uh, engineering. These courses, you know what you're getting into. You know what they involve. Whereas when I went into marine science, and I think this I speak on behalf of all of general science, you're competing for various modules and various uh, electives that you're going to choose as you progress through the years. And you're getting stuck with crap that I absolutely despise. I've done three years of microbiology, so examining incredibly small cells and, and, and interactions of geochemistry and all that crap. And there was other stuff that I did like. It was like paleontology and sediments records, which are cool. But these, these are nothing that I would have thought a marine biologist would have been doing. So when I went in first year as a marine scientist thinking, class, I'm going to learn lots about animals in the ocean. Uh, but no, that was definitely not the case. You get stuck doing a lot of stuff you don't like doing and a lot of stuff that you didn't sign up for, but you actually enjoy as well. Uh, and I think for every year, there is about two modules that are directly related to the module type or the course title. And I feel that, and I, I know from, from zoologists and uh, environmental scientists that I'm, I'm doing the courses with, they feel the same way. They feel that they, <laughs> they're they being thrown into stuff that they just don't want to do. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting that you say that because I, I was doing this with the UCD ones as well and a girl, she's doing physio and she's saying that one thing that she wished she was told before she went into college was that like, you're not going to like every module you do. Like, you think you're doing your leaving like, yes, mm. I finally get to go and do for her as physio and there's like two or three modules that you just have to like, <laughs> Past and keep going. That's, it's, it's the same as like it's, it seems like it's common. But uh, one thing I meant to ask you as well is that, well, used to, or, it used to be Christmas Day, but NUIG Christmas Day, <laughs> the, can, <laughs> give me like an itinerary today, like what time does it start at and what, what generally happens to yourself last time? <laughs> <laughs> I should call my friends right now. They can give you a list. Yeah. Most certainly. Uh, well, you're definitely you're rising fairly early because things kick off around nine a.m., ten a.m. So people, some people maybe would go to the first lecture that they have and then cancel the rest for the day. Um, mm. And I think pretty much everywhere you go, there's drinking and there's Christmas jumpers. No. Um, there is everywhere you go on campus, under the bridge, yeah. and town. Filthy. I remember speaking to a guard during this time. There is a guard station right on Salmon's Bridge. Sa Salmon's Bridge, I think it's called. Which is just the bridge that connects town to uh, the Galway campus. And the guard said, keep them on that side. I don't give a shit what they do. Just don't let them over the bridge. I quote that guard right now for Christmas Day. Like, that's what he was being told to do. Um... Under the bridge was where I find myself every three years. 
which is just a big techno sesh. Uh, and many, many, many a can flop. What about yourself, Paddy? What would be normal Christmas day for yourself? Yeah, under the under the bridge is, is probably the big one. Uh, I think Q for hole in the wall, the pub. I think I think it's still called hole in the wall. It was done up there recently, uh, for around half ten in the morning, and you'd be you'd be going from there for the day. But I think um, the first year I went as well, friends and I in car, we had a Christmas dinner. Like so we made the turkey and all that, and had cans and had the crack. And then there was a few different parties in Cara before he headed into town, got into Hole in the Wall, and then at that for the day. And then I think, I remember last year then, I was at a friend of mine in like Newcastle near the college. And we all had like had a breakfast fry together and just had like day drinking at theirs before going out to pubs. I think we went to McGettigan's, the big sports bar. That's, Christmas Day is like, it, to get in somewhere is just, is like good in itself. Everywhere is hopping. Everywhere is good crack. It's not like, oh, I missed this and that. Every place has something on. And then, yeah, I think I actually didn't even know much about going under the bridge in the first year. And I stumbled upon it on my way home. I think I was going back to car with the lads and we saw it and went. And then in second year, I had went to it and it was a lot of fun. I think it depends on kind of what group of friends, you know, are kind of what they're into starting off. And then you obviously hear about all this and definitely by the end of, definitely by the end of second semester and first year, you kind of know everything and you're at everything. Um, but yeah, under the bridge or... There's definitely lots of raised, and it depends. There's definitely like there's techno events. Like I never heard of going to this place called the Cellar in in the bar for underground raised and things, which are which are really good. But I didn't know about it in the first year. And then I think was it Creevy? Did you mention um, Groovy Tuesdays or one of you? Um, again, like I, I only found that out in second year, and it's like the, the best night ever on a Tuesday, nine to twelve o'clock, just playing proper techno like disco tunes, and it, it's great crack before you go somewhere else. So. Uh, you can you can nearly do everything, but it does involve just yeah wearing a jumper, having a bit of food, and a load of cans. Oh, yeah, staple diet, all right. And what about yeah. yourself? Do you remember from your like, your only Christmas day, I guess. And my only one, yeah. But um, I remember I brought some of my friends up, and one of them is in Athlone, and the other is in Dublin, and that was their first time coming up to Galway, and they were like, "Oh my God, we need to go to Galway more!" Like they were just like Galway so much better because I was chuffed because I was like you're not having as much fun in Dublin and that loan like this is so much better I remember we woke up and like you have to get ready really early like nine and there was a rave under the bridge at 10 so we were there for like an hour say then straight into town like like um Paddy said there like any you can go to any pub like it's hopping like I can't even really remember which ones we went to I remember we were in electric at like four like there's a bar as well as um the nightclub we were in the bar we were not in the nightclub before but like you know you can just hop and hop and hop and like people are happy to see you and I remember Christmas day for me I remember meeting so many people that were up from Longford that wouldn't have been in Galway and that's one thing where you meet other people from your hometown that you're like oh I didn't know you were here and they're like no I'm just up here visiting (laughs) etc and like it's just that like just go crack because you get to see everyone your new friends your old friends you get to bring up people and then you'll meet other people like it was just a really like it's almost like rag week just in a day. I wonder, what about yourself? You're a bit of a, a veteran this stage now, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've done it so long, and and so Dara Dara's like he is finished college like a year now, and he's gonna keep on doing it again and again. It's the same as everything else that that they're saying. Like just big long day. You have to have a lot of stamina, um, and then you kind of like do a pit stop, maybe run home, and, like eat and then go back out again so it's just like it's hard work but it's certainly worth it I saw actually 
they're campaigning for the new SU presidents at the moment. And I saw um, one of the guys is trying to get uh, Christmas Day and Rag Week like linked back to the college again because they've kind of like they don't want to be associated with it anymore because it's like they think it's like you know like it looks bad and it's too much drink and like vandalism and stuff. But people are campaigning it for like if it actually was to do with charity again because like nobody gives any money. Um, like it would be a lot better because if because like Rag Week obviously is for, meant to be for charity, but it's just like that can't happen anymore. Yeah, geez, I didn't even know that at all. So like, mm. what, how long has that been happening? Fair yeah, I think it was Rag Week is the, the the raise and give. I heard about it. I think after the the first Rag Week I was at that it, it used to be a college thing, but basically what you're told from like peers and that is oh it's so much fun it, it gets so crazy that uh the college don't want to be associated with it anymore but i actually saw that post Vanula, and i think it was more that they were highlighting that there was more damage or whatever resulting in, in publicity negative publicity surrounding like rag week and christmas days as an increase from when they stopped making it an official event because there's yeah, more exactly. maybe stru- more structure more kind of people are going to certain things less kind of chaotic because like yeah. if you've ever been if you've ever been outside supermax and air square on any night especially like rag week and that i think i remember the first on the facebook page was like for the event with this fella climbing like the electricity poles no. all the way up there i like everyone's just like having a rave around them you know and it's it, it, it's great crack but they definitely can kind of they should capitalize on like everything they can do with the the publicity that it has because i'm sure everyone would give five quid to something to, yeah. to just make it make it a, a good event yeah, definitely. Before it used to be Christmas Day was insult. I think that was like the main part of it. And you pay in there. And then they were just like health and safety. It was just too crazy and they cancelled it. Yeah, I don't know, Colin, Colin what your uh, college bar is like. Our, ours is very good. They definitely do a lot of events for first years and orientation week. That's, that is a lot of fun. And then they have, you know, various things throughout the year. And um, like I know a lot of societies when they want to raise money and do an event, like so let them host it there for free. And they do have relatively like cheap enough drinks, and and it is like it is very welcoming. And it is usually just any UID student. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, it used to be clubhouse is a great spot, right? For sure. Like, uh, there's a lot of events in it and freshers, but even like just like the clubs and societies. Like, I'd have been involved in footballers and herders, mainly footballers in first year, and like the majority of time we'd spend in there, we'd go to that place because they kind of sort you out. You might give you a bit of food, mm-hmm. like a few and like you think it's class, just going to get in the paying about two or. or Three or sixty-five for a pint of Fosters and a few goujons, like you're happy out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always remember that used to be clubhouse though, because when I was in like semester two for our exams, Liverpool were playing Barcelona second leg, like, and it started at three o'clock, and my exam finished at four. And I remember because I, I tore my ACL earlier in the year, so I was allowed to like sit the exams in a different hall, and I sat them in like the closer hall so I could try and get to the game. I remember <laughs> like. Because our exam was two hours long, and I was like, "Right, I need to get this all done in fifty minutes." And get no, I get it all done. Whether it's right or not, is a different story. Get out of the place, hobble down to the clubhouse bar, and it's only about a third full because everyone else is still doing exams. And I remember I get in there about thirty-five minutes in when Alden scores at thirty-seven minutes forty-two. The place was absolutely hopping. It was the best atmosphere I'd ever seen, and it was only a third full. But like, I'm sure there's plenty of those kind of stories around, like that, those kind of like student bar are kind of different to other places because like you kind of go there even more casually than other normal ones because i was on like on-site accommodation in first year so it was like like it was between that and kennedy's to be the closest bar so i definitely spent a good bit of time in there 
Yeah, and you definitely do the same insult our student bar, the Champions League games and all that. They put up a projector and it's, yeah, it's actually savage crack. Like, you'd have lads in there in their Liverpool jerseys. They all seem to be the biggest fans going 90, like, and, and it is serious because you can just be walking by and it's a casual, I'll uh, go for one and you're suddenly there for hours. Yeah, like a friend of mine, he always tells this story. So we had financial accounting one and we both did accounting the Leaving Cert. So, you know, we had a bit of a, a background and we'd done, we'd done nothing for the entire, sem- like, the entire semester. And we do a bit of work on like the Tuesday and the exams on the following Thursday. And we do about two and a half hours of like solid, really productive work. And we're like, after luck, we'll head down to the clubhouse and wrap up the day kind of handy. And sure enough, we meet like two or three lads who had on the exams. We end up in Ryan still half four. Like it just, it's kind of a casual thing in college where like, it's just one thing leads to another. Like kind of like the way you're saying. Go the like, flow. Yeah. Like, it's just like that. But definitely well, in first year and all that, you don't you don't have as much commitment to I think I, I think from to the best of my knowledge, all courses are your first year doesn't count for most of them anyways in, in Galway. So I know for mine I, I wanted to transfer into a, a course that had like placement and stuff, so I had to just get a two one, which is all right, like so I had to do a bit of work. But for most people as well, yeah, it's it's just pass, learn how to reference and learn the crack and just the system of college and you'd be grand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And did any of these join any societies? Because like Paddy and Dave, you both touched on, like, they've had a chance to get the rugby scholarship near the end, and you were doing the rowing. And I think we were saying you did the football as well. So were they the main societies you kind of were a part of? Or yeah, there's, there's clubs, and then there's societies as well. So the clubs mm-hmm. is like, clubs is just any particular interest. I know there's, like, anime clubs and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not necessarily a, an organized sport or anything. And then there's a, wait, am I getting that wrong? Is it the other way around? Yes, other sorry, around, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the other way around. Sports, clubs, and societies for absolutely anything going. And I have to say, like, that if, if me knowing no one, just going into that uh, club's day or society's day, where there's tables of everything that, and, you know, just pick everything, sign up for everything, sign up for everything. you might think you like. Yeah. What do you agree about what sort of societies or clubs would you have been in most or what was the ones that like you got the most benefit out of even? Um, one thing I remember coming to go and I was like, okay, I want to try something new. So I've always played football. Football has just always been my life. So I was like, I'm obviously going to play football. Fine. So I did that. But then when I went to like the society's day, it's so good because there's loads of stands. It's in the Bailey Allen Hall. And I was going around and there was like cheer socks. So like cheerleading. And I was like, oh, I might as well sign up for this. Like, why not? Something different. Then beside it was dance sock, so like dancing, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna try this. And a lot of them clashed, like cheerleading clashed with football a lot because I like it was just really demanding. So I only went to like, I think five or six sessions per semester. But dance sock was so much fun. Like I've never really danced in my life. Like I did when I was maybe five or six, you know, throwing entires dancing like every kid. But this was like hip hop, jazz. It was so much fun. I made so many friends from it, and like. It's only like two euro every time you go, so you just pay your two euro and then you just dance and you don't as you don't have to go every week. It's not demanding. It was just kind of more fun. So I had such a good experience with like societies. I was like, I am so getting involved in this when I go back. Like it's just really good to get out of your comfort zone, like and not just do what you do in your hometown. Because like in Longford, I wouldn't have the um, option to go cheerleading. Like that is not really up there. So yeah, I enjoyed it. What about you, Fanula? What have been your choices? Uh, I didn't do any of the sports one. I remember it the same, what they were saying, like just going to that day, signing up for everything, and then constantly getting emails 
text and then like going to a few meetings but then like at that stage as well first year was like like I felt like I was going out so much that I just wasn't like sometimes they'd be on the same <laughs> um but definitely got involved in loads of like the medicine raid ones so there's a lot of like fundraising events that we did and the like the, they do a teddy bear hospital so it's when the kids come in and bring the teddies and you have to like you know like make them better um so that was and then joined the gym as well so the gym's like it's good because on campus like it's kind of limited but they have like they have a lot of good classes and there's a big pool and stuff um so that was good yeah that was something that I got enjoyment from and which societies or clubs are like let's say are the most involved like have like the most events or like the best ones in general to join is there ones that have like that reputation people love the surf society because they do a really uh, good trip I don't know, like there's yeah. Morocco every year yeah. it's unbelievable uh, the best fun I've ever had in my life I was like in UCD like uh, the commerce society would uh, host like the Comball. is there any like equivalent in NUIG or is there any like big like college events that people try and get tickets for oh, the, the exact same so commerce do Comball. there's eng ball med ball arts ball um, and yeah most of them I think a lot of some of them are more popular with certain like friends groups so like I have friends in commerce who went to the engine ball. A lot of my lads from sport went to the engine ball, but then I've, I've only ever went to the commerce ball. And yeah, it's very good. If you had to like look back, would you just, would you, is there any societies you would like to have tried? Like I would say, Paddy yourself, like is there ones that you heard about in years in the now? Def, definitely. My, my biggest regret and what I would say to people is, I remember always people advising you to join loads of societies, this and that. And I think people can get caught up with, oh no it's, it's tuesday it's, the society's on seven to eight but we're meeting at eight o'clock for drink and i can't go and that's the biggest mistake i think people can make in college i um i was busy for like i i kind of only rode for like the first half of the year so when i stopped i joined a few societies and again you get all these emails and you can never go to them one of them was like the poker should suck and you don't have to like commit to it just every monday if you want there's a game of poker on great crack um i joined the equestrian society because i was into horses and that was like the best decision i made in college they were like do you know how to ride and i was like not really and they were like oh it doesn't matter and uh, it was just a load of fun um and then like i just wish i did more like i've housemates of mine did two lads um do american football society so on a sunday they'd go back up they'd go to a pub and watch the american football and just chat about it um and then another one i did that i still do now which is really good is um the best buddy society so you get paired up with um to work with this the through the college um uh, training centers for people with learning disabilities or physical needs and you just become a buddy with them and so mine is i have this buddy carol and we we meet once a week we go for a coffee hang out for an hour and during the pandemic we just like we call like twice a week for like 10 minutes it's that's all the effort you have to do it's, it's really enjoyable really fun and it just you know they, they need a lot of people to do it and i was just like okay we have i think 13 hours a week for commerce in first year i go to about six like i can afford an hour and then like i'm still doing now it's great so definitely there's, there's there's probably societies for everything and if there isn't you can probably just make your own so probably uh, join as many as possible i think yeah for sure that seems to be the general just variety. like even in ucd they make it like too great to join the societies in freshers week so like you're not if you, if you join three or four societies you never even see like you're not going to remember that in a month's time so you might mm -hmm. as well but uh, did many of you get like part-time jobs? Because that's sort of the question a lot of like leaving search students would ask me. Like, is they want to like some of them would get jobs and they go back home like work at the pub or something. But is there any jobs that you get like during the week or maybe even on the weekends in college? 
I, I have a job, yeah. Uh, I worked in a or work in a supplement shop across from if you guys know four four nightclub obviously, um just a small shop health plus. I actually never even noticed it. I'd be so into nutrition and never noticed it from every night out because this is kind of small. And uh, I just got the job for a friend and work part time and well luckily for me the the job is that I'd be the only one in there at a desk and you could go an hour or so without without um a customer. So I'd be like doing my notes from lectures while studying. So it was really good that way. Um so I can't really say that my part time job was tough because it was actually enjoyable. Um but that was just a few quick kind of like pocket money and help for rent for rent and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's mad. I remember, funny enough, there's like a jacuzzi kind of sauna area in UCD. And I was sitting in the jacuzzi one day talking to a fella I'd never even met before. And he's telling me how he's in like engineering masters. And he was working as like a hotel clerk in like a really like, like a really shitty hotel. So he'd never got any customers. So he was writing his like engineering thesis like while working from like 2 a.m. to 7 a.m. It's kind of gas. Like sometimes you get those kind of jobs for like the nearly kind of pays for your college, for your college course. Yeah, I've done so many continuous assessments sitting in there and like someone comes in and ideally if it's like someone I'd half know, I'd be like, just give me one minute there. I've like five minutes left just to finish this MCQ, just like because I know like I might have the chance or time to do it. So it's like getting paid to study. Um, couldn't really complain. Uh-huh, definitely. Paddy is saying that you did a part-time job as well. Like, would you recommend getting, uh, getting a part-time job for everyone or what do you think? Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, I... <laughs> Who's this going? <laughs> Go on, <laughs> Um, no, definitely. I think it's a fantastic, if you can afford and you have the time, uh, it's not, it's not even about the money. It's about another skill that you can fall back on. Um, I've been lucky enough to get in to uh, a high end cocktail bar that have trained me up professionally. Uh, and with that CV, I've sent it to New York and they said, yeah, you get a job out of that. Like it's on the side, you're making money. But I'm not wasting my time when I go to work. I'm constantly learning. And when I'm learning something, I'm also enjoying it. It's not boring. You know, when something, you actually have to apply your mind to it, you're doing ingredients, you're different types of shakes. And yeah, I just find it fun. And I definitely think um, Galway has a lot of opportunities outside college for working while in college that you can really, like, uh, I know a couple of my friends work in the aquarium here. Some of them work in the fishing industry, like uh, mussel farms and shrimp farms. Like it's, there's a lot going and you can add a lot to your CV um, as well as being in college at the same time. Anyone else got anything to add to that? Oh yeah, well, well just on that, I'd say, um, if you, I actually kind of would say that if you, if you don't need a part-time job, then if you didn't have to, that's kind of probably great because you get more time to do things, societies and see people in that. But when you're saying there about getting that skill from being in the bar, like for me, I was working in a nutrition shop, which I really enjoy. So I've actually learned so much by working there. But the biggest advantage has definitely been kind of wasted now. But the, one of the managers from Electric and 4-4, the two main nightclubs, they're like joined together, always would come in and like and buy drinks and, and stuff from the shop. And we chat away and we became friendly. And then there was, was it Rag Week. No, it wasn't rag week. There was some big night on and uh, could have even been a, a rag week maybe in the first year. I don't know. But um, he came in and he was like, uh, oh, gee, you look hanging. Were you, were, you in our, were you in our place last night? And I was like, no, the, the line was too big. I went to Monroe's. And he was just like, 
oh, sorry about that. When when you finish from work, and I was like, oh, like in, in like two hours, he was like, uh, oh, no problem. I'll go get you one, uh, one of those bands that get you in for free. And I was like, oh, that's great. They usually give them as competitions. But he came back with um, a card from Electrican 44 and like printed my name and my workplace on it. And he goes, just show that whenever you want. You get Q-Skip free in, can bring a friend if, if needs be. He wasn't like, always bring a friend but he said if i needed to just text me and i'll put them on the guest list he was so sound and it got to q skip free in and that included all sold out ticketed events so like on rag week you'd have to buy tickets and some tickets could be up to like 20 quid and i remember like the queue was around the corner down to charcoal grill and i walked straight up to show the bouncer the idea and he, he wasn't letting me in and i was like i'm hardly that drunk it should be sound but uh he, he was like oh no like and i went over to the other bouncer and he goes oh yeah and he just walks over opens like the barrier and lets me in and i was like i'm gonna get bottled inside now for skipping that queue <laughs> but it's been it's been so handy it saved me however many hundred and, and just time from queuing like i remember there's some nights like i say i say if i did have something important on the next day and i didn't want to drink but i wanted to like go out i'd like leave my house at like 11 walk in walk straight into the nightclub stay for two hours and go home because i could do it um but then since obviously covid stopped I only got to use it for like a few months. So it was like raging. I don't know if it's going to work now, uh, like next year, but I'll definitely try it. For sure, yeah, definitely. Dude, that's some gig in fairness. But I'd say it's fierce annoying for your mates because like they might be having a free drinks and it could be seven or eight years. And you're like, right, okay, you two on with me. And the rest of them are waiting like 40 minutes to get in. <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, uh, oh no, go ahead. I'm going to say to the end, free drinks. And then like they'd always like, oh, I'm going to walk here at a taxi in. And they've left like a half an hour before me. And then when I get there, they're sitting in the queue and just walk on in. But it's just it's just pure luck from just the guy being friendly in the workplace and being like, oh, he saw I was hungover and was like, you shouldn't have to queue. That's bad. There you go. Absolutely sound. Dude, that, that's that's a great old little trick to have in fairness. I was just looking at the recipes while you telling that story because and you're just in absolute envy there. Yeah. that is so sickening if i saw someone sick, i'd be like i'd be raging yeah yeah and the thing is though as well you've got to like i remember he said to me he's like don't don't take the piss of the car like don't arrive like absolutely shit face and i remember there was this one time going up and i was like i i i know i was drunk like lads are like here when you walk up there like relax and i was there happy as larry like chilling so i remember going up and just being like showing him the card and he goes what's this for and he goes oh um Forget, you forget Jonathan his name is like Jonathan manager said I get in with this and he goes he just looks and looks at me and goes yeah sound lets me and I was like oh thank god I thought he was gonna be like no no not tonight Pat and I would have been like fair enough because like I, I couldn't cause a scene because then it would get back to him and then probably the card taken off me or something so it definitely worked every time luckily Jeez, that's a great little thing to have a little tip a little, like a little reward for you whenever you get back open again yeah hopefully Jeez. And uh, so, though this is a question definitely for you, because um, if the one person does love with this, it's yourself. What's the best place to get some food in, in, in Rajid? And would it be a place oh, to go? God. What's oh, God. Oh, God. Goway is actually unbelievable food. Cheaper place than NYG. I mean, you're going to Salt straight off the bat. Salt's loaded fries or, or anything like that. The food in there is actually quality. Seven bar. Unbelievable food in there. I get it. I think they had this thing, you, you, you know of the lovers, because they had this offer for 20 euros, you get one kilo of chicken wings, and oh, it geez. was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you get you get a pint if you finish it in a certain amount of time. It was great. Very, very so, good. How many days of the week were you in there then, though? Uh, <laughs> I think within, I think my record was four times in one week. Which, it's actually hard, because like, when you do it once, you're like, okay, I'm not eating chicken wings for a month. So I, I was quite, quite proud of myself. Jeez, <laughs> I'll go 
What what about what about the rest of you? Was that Quiva? Like, where'd you go? What be kind of the spots for yourself? Is there any ones you'd had? Um, I suppose the fact that like you know the nine year meal came in like that was a big thing. Like normally I wouldn't really go out for food as much in first year. It was kind of just more drinking, but in first semester when I was in Galway, um, I loved Mercy Rabbit. I don't know if anyone's been there and the cellar. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely loved it. I don't know if it's because of their porn star martinis, but they did have nice food as well that I can remember. Um, the cellar is so nice. I don't know if any of you have eaten the cellar. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's so good. nice. Such good food. Seven, advocate for seven. think it's savage. And then I suppose a lot of people, if you like Chinese and stuff, a lot of people like Zion. Um, I find it sickening. I don't know. I like Chinese, is, it's fine. It just wouldn't really be my type of food. It is so sickening, but loads of people love that. Apparently, they have like a four and one for a fiver. Yeah, yeah, they, they definitely do. <laughs> it's yeah, unreal. Love that. Yeah, like, and this thing is huge. Like, it is. Oh, you're not finishing I'm it. No way. Like... I'm stuffed at reason. You know me well. Yeah, you know, like, you can get a sauce or curry. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Is there any stuff like maybe uh, Fenula, like the, when you moved up originally that like? We'll say like kind of like a college or like an NUIG hack. Like if you knew like these two or three things, you make your life a lot easier when you moved up. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Like that's why I was kind of asking about the food because that's kind of like handy to know. Like where's a good spot yeah. to answer it away? I think something I've been there for ages was that there's a really good market on Saturday and Sundays. And I wasn't staying up as much, but I've really got the most out of that the last few years. Just like there's really good food. Like they have really nice donuts down there. Um, so that's been good for the weekends when there's like there's not as much to do at the weekends. Um, but what other hacks do you mean? Like, like just student- in general, like, I don't know. Like, if you could, even like to do your course, like, is there stuff like I know the lads in UCD used to say that um one of the good things to do is like actually make a friend group in your course and like have like five or ten people and like yeah. the majority. Like, they're saying that they basically should get like group degrees because the majority of the time that they're doing like stuff for college, it was just a group effort, like. That all just help each other and get yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And another thing, a lot of you said to me at the beginning was like, uh, they're like, even when you're hungover, try and go in and just sit there because you at least you'll absorb something. Because you have that habit of just like, it's so different from school. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'll just not go, and no one will really give out to you or anything. But I think you have to get into a habit of just like sitting there, and then once you find like once you're in there, then you just bump into people and it's fine and like. It's kind of just lazy to stay in bed all day. True, but at the same time, as a former person, how do you think you can agree that like our sixteen hours? The way I describe it to myself to my friends, be it's sixteen optional hours. Really, like it's it's very doable. <laughs> yeah, especially especially if you have any knowledge in commerce of like accounting or economics, sort of going in. I think like the first like out of what the twelve modules you have in first year six and six, I'd say at least four of them were you know, a few days before the exam, have a look at the bar. And I think, what's that phrase? Um, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. That, like, definitely applies with, like, CA. I mean, like, I, I, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this. There's definitely only a handful of, like, CA assignments I've done solely looking by, my, by myself. We'd always be, in first year, we were always doing them together in Carl. And now with everything being online, everyone's checking with each other and helping each other out. And I know that like if you've built up those connections from first year, it definitely stands to you now with with doing work because you know, yeah, everyone wants to get their best result, but it's it's not gonna impact you if, if you help someone else and it does come back to you. Um so like yeah, definitely that. And I think the amount of times we had like study sessions in Carb to do assignments and we gave Jayan so much business. 
Like when you were saying about the group thing there, I thought you were going to say that there should be a group discount for like ordering food when you're studying because it's just like a staple now. What would you keep it, Andy, particularly you can think of? Um, anything in particular? Yeah, I definitely agree about making friends. Like, and like Patrick said there about like, you know, in school, you're in the mentality where you're up against someone with the bell curve system. Like you want to do your best. You don't want to give anyone your notes. You want to get on. In college, it's not like that. You're not up against someone else. You're just up against yourself. You want to keep doing better and helping someone out isn't going to make you worse. Like it will come back to you. It will help you. Um, I definitely think putting yourself out there. In first year, I know it's hard to do that, especially if you're from a smaller place. But like, don't be afraid to go make new friends and like join new societies, join new clubs. Like, just put yourself out there, be as nice as you can, and yeah. But always have your back. Like, just kind of be weary and just mind yourself because it's easy to get lost in a routine of not going to college. Like, there's no accountability. Um, you have to do it yourself. So you know, keep doing what you do at home. Go for your run in the morning, or go to gym, or whatever and do your study go to your classes and then go out like it's not like I know a lot of people do get lost I remember seeing some last year in my class that I'm like Jesus you really don't know what you're doing like obviously hung over every day like you know drink 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 like it's not all about that you know you don't have to get lost in those type of ways just be accountable for yourself and your health is the exception that I really like though or what's yeah. the story <laughs> that's the one exception but it's not rag week every week just that one week <laughs> Fair enough. And what would you say is your rugby experience like? Uh, Michael, Michael, Cleve again, actually, because you only had one again. So, what um, do you, how do you? I I was so sick. I oh, I remember it came Thursday, and I was like, like I just can't do this. But my friends were up from um home, so I had to go out. But I probably wouldn't have went out the last day if it was up to me because genuinely I was wrecked. Like it, I don't find like it's the hangover gets to me. It's the lack of sleep. It's the coming home and wanting to go to bed, but people are in the kitchen, so you're staying up and you're like, okay, this is just too much. Like, I'm a person that needs sleep. If I don't get at least five or six hours, like, you just don't want to be around me. So I found Rag Week tough. Maybe it's just because I was a newbie, but I just, I found it tough. But it was, it's good crack. You know, you have to put in the shift for the week and then complain about it the week after. But I remember coming home to Longford and I just slept like the whole weekend couldn't go to work or nothing I was like this is it <laughs> I am dying but it was such a good experience like I'd still do it again in a heartbeat like but it's tough going what do you think Paddy how do you find it uh yeah <laughs> rugby class uh definitely I think first year was like went out like Monday to Thursday said oh we'll probably take the Wednesday night off but then Wednesday comes around and there's something on uh, and then I remember going out the Sunday in second year I think that's because you definitely have a, a bigger friend group in second year and you know what's coming and you know you're not going to be doing anything on Monday morning so you go to the pub on the Sunday. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Obviously, you know, pace yourself and all that, but it's, I think you definitely, you're going to, everyone's going to like learn from the first rag week and you can never do it, right? Like I just, I nearly wish now that, especially with what happened with the pandemic, that I nearly, not that I got like drunk and hammered and missed college more, but I wish I went out more nearly because you kind of appreciate all that now and realizing when like I'm applying for like, grad jobs or placements now I'm like yeah you're Monday to Fridays you're not going out like where it would just be standard that you'd be like on a Tuesday and just go and have like get absolutely wankers you know and then and then be in college the next day or, or not be in college like when you were saying oh go into the lecture um and just like you might get something when you're hungover like you know that was never me I'd I reckon especially in first year and some of the modules you know like oh you just you'll get them off someone else 
that was a good thing as well of being able to get like notes off of other people and things um by having like a big friend group that you share stuff with yeah i remember myself like kind of on your point it was after Halloween, it was Halloween night, and I had like a debate, like a, a 20% debate at 9 a.m. the next morning, and it was like absolutely desperate. And I remember going in, and like, because we only, I'd like to do the same, Quiva, like we got back at like half four or five a.m., so like you're only getting like three and a half hours sleep or so. And I remember we got up to do the debate, and I'm sure, though, you know yourself, like we'd have to do a few debates in Congo. I was going to say, you have your experience. Back yeah, back yeah. Back. The best thing was, though, the debate level wasn't like, all you had to do was read from a sheet. And I'll never, it's never been as hard for me to read an A4 page and a half of absolute rubbish because I could barely speak. And it was horrible. Like, so it's kind of like a Fanula saying, where you go in the next morning and you just try and get through it. But sometimes, like, it's just not worth it. But for 20%, I you guys. Have, I have a funny story there. I, Sunday, the rugby games always were on a Sunday for me. And I, like, I'd batter myself up on a rugby pitch. I'd leave it all on the pitch. And I'd always be absolutely dead afterwards. But of course, tradition holds. You go out drinking afterwards. Once you get drinking, it's like it, the pain disappears for a bit, at least. I don't know if I have good friends or <laughs> is it the alcohol. But uh, I make it through the night. But then you have those lectures the following morning. And I think first year and second year, not once, not once did I pull a golden week. But I was trying. So I'd get up and I'd go to these lectures despite being like limping. And on this particular occasion, a big, dirty black guy with a stud mark going up the side of my face. And I was dead in this 10 a.m. lecture. And I was lying flat down, head on the table. And the lecturer obviously saw me, and he walked up, and he said, and he lifted, he had like a ruler, and he stuck it under my face and lifted up my head and said, drinking last night and fighting, I see. I was like, no, I was knocked unconscious, and these are all from rugby. I was like, so we you drinking last night? I was like, no, this is all from a rugby game. And then he was like, oh, I apologize. I just walked back there. He's like, <laughs> the drinking is, wouldn't be the worst of it. I think after a, bad, a sour night of drinking, you can still manage to get up and go. Uh, but uh, physical injuries, they have their toe. <laughs> Whether they're from drinking or rugby or not, physical injuries definitely <laughs> carry their toe. And Fanu, would you have any stories of going on a night out and trying to like kind of recover for the next day in class? Because like as you said, it's a bit different doing medicine because you can't like you can't really afford to fall behind in that kind of course. Yeah, I know, I know. And we actually had to like um we got into a bad routine in pre-med because we'd always it kind of would all turn out okay. I remember like one of the nights I went out before my exam, I went and sat the exam the next day and I was so hungover and then it was fine. So you kind of learn that you're like, okay, this is bad, but it's still okay. And then once we hit, hit first year, we started doing um, dissection with cadavers. And at the beginning, we were all like really terrified. And like we got the big talk of like how serious it was. And then it just kind of like you become immune. And we were going in there like really, really hungover and like, like cutting up dead bodies. Like, so it was really uh, a lot worse in, in the next year after that. But. That sounds like a bad combination. Yeah. It, it was like the smell, the smell, they like, they, what's the stuff they put in it? It's like, it's a formaldehyde. I can't remember. They put something in it to like, preserve the body and the smell of that like haunts me. <laughs> but that's uh, not the same rule, but just specific to mine. <laughs> I think just like kind of wrap it up, like if you had to like look back at yourselves, like and say like this time 
when you're in sixth year, like what, April, or start of April now, like what would be like the one or two things you'd be saying like, okay, this is what they expect from going into this course. Like my start with uh, Paddy as well. What would you say? Uh, well, I'd first say that uh, college is definitely a million times better than secondary school. For personally me and everybody I know, I, I don't know anyone. If you peaked in secondary school, I feel, I feel, I feel bad to you. Um, <laughs> commerce then going in, uh, you do have to do a broad kind of like scope of things. You don't just, if you're into like finance and stuff, you do have to do marketing and all that and you do get a grasp of it. And I kind of understand now since I'm kind of streaming in finance in my final year that it is important to kind of see all those other bits and just pass them and realize, okay, this is what I want to do. So it does open your eyes that way. Um, the course, the course is great. It's exactly what it kind of says. Um, definitely, if people are like wondering, just get on to people who are in the course and find out more about it. Um, then join plenty of societies. Um, and definitely make the most of it. Do do when someone says, "Ah, you will," like like say, "Ah, I will." In college, like it, you'd probably regret missing missing the opportunity more, especially kind of in hindsight now with the pandemic. So, and Galway is just a I couldn't recommend a better university. Mm-hmm. What about you, though? What are you thinking? Yeah, I think Patrick got it on the head there. It's just like once you finish uh, that kind of supervision role of secondary school where people are living over you all the time and you're sent into the big bad world with, uh, you're still in a form of education, but it's all on yourself. Like you can go drinking on the night out before, you can get cut up, you can do whatever you want, and you're going to face your own consequences. And I think uh, people learn, they make the mistakes. Uh, within the first few months and they get the hang of it really quick and then that feeling of independence well especially for me I've always been fairly independent I, 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 I don't like being at home or, or back in schools of any sort or having authority over me but like that feeling is of uh, freedom is by far the best and I think to any secondary school student you should look forward to that and it's a great reason why to go to college if um, if it's an option. What about you, Fanula? Yeah, I think that if you're not sure what course you want to do, then start researching college and that just gives you something to work towards. So it makes it, leaving through for me anyway, it made it so much easier because like, this is what I'm working towards because you're going to get to move out and you're going to have a really good time and um, just helps you get through it. And then just enjoy it once you get there. Fair enough. And Kweeper, what do you think? Um, I think they already summed it up quite well, but um, I think the best thing to do though is just put yourself out there. Like, it's hard for first years, and it's like it's really easy to like kind of lose yourself and just go do something because someone else wants to do. And like, obviously, if someone's like, "I go on, you will, you will," and you're just like, "Yeah, I will," but don't like kind of stick to who you are as well. Don't feel like you have to be pushed over and do stuff because like you're out by yourself here not like mom dad come collect me because that doesn't happen like you're going you're by yourself there's none of that mess and like you're just it really does make you grow like proper independence where you realize like jesus i need to know what's right and wrong and stuff so yeah i think that's it but again i couldn't recommend anything better going like i absolutely loved it and i never expected to end up here um but i'm so glad i did uh, that's good to hear and uh, thanks for to all of you for agreeing to do this like it is handy because the main reason why I'm trying to do it is that, like, I've been working with uh, secondary school students now, and like, when you're in secondary school, I don't know about yourself, but like, I had I hadn't a clue what was the inside track in UCD. That's the one I wanted to go to. So the same for the like, people who want to go to NYB. Like, it's handy just hearing the different uh, college students talk about the different courses. And one thing I've noticed as well, but from doing this, is that 
all the stuff you say is the exact same. And it's like cross college as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Like the best bits about college seem to be the same across like provinces even. And um, yeah, and the other thing as well that like, seems to be quite clear is to like actually take advantage of first year that like it is a bit of a break. Like maybe when you get to the third and fourth year, it's a bit harder, but first year it's like, you know, try and express yourself and get out and do stuff. And it seems like all you try to do that at least. And uh, yeah, just thanks a million for doing this and appreciate it a lot. No worries. Thanks, Alan. No worries. Cheers for having us. Yeah. That's the end of another episode. I hope you've taken something away from this and I'll catch you in the next one. Until then, good luck.